What is crack lacking, my people? This is Kendall, and I hope that you have had a fantastic weekend. And I hope that you also enjoyed your time listening and reading along with Hope. Um, I love listening to Hope's voice because it's so, it's just like so relaxing for some reason. Like she could do ASMR, and I've told her that so many times. But um, so I enjoyed listening to Hope Thursday. And I hope that you did too. So um, we're going to get started back today. And we're going to be covering Genesis 5 and 6. We are moving right along. Oh, before we get started, I just want to say for those of you that have reached out to either Hope or I, thank you so much. Whether that was on like Instagram or just texting us, calling us, or just telling us in person um that you listen to the podcast that oh it really means the world to us so with that being said thank you so 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 much for supporting us and this opportunity that god has placed in our hearts on our laps and now in your ears ha <laughs> and that was pretty good actually um that was like a one taker okay anyways enough fooling around let's get started So, Genesis 5, I will be straight up honest with you. Um, It's a lot of lineage. It's a lot of who fathered who and how old they were. And, I mean, it's literally titled, like, The Line of Seth. Um, So, I'm just going to kind of summarize this part just because it's very, very repetitive. Not to say that it's not important. I challenge you to read this part on your own. Um, There is going to be a lot of times throughout our readings where we do like run upon chapters that are just like very logistic and like a lot of lineage and parts like that and chapters like that. I feel like it's going to be better for you to digest and understand as a reader rather than a listener. So, um, I will read like the first uh, little chunk of it though, so you kind of get a good idea of what it's about. This is the document containing the family records of Adam. On the day that that God created man, he made him in his likeness of God. He created him, them male and female. Then when they were created, he blessed them and called them mankind. So, we've already covered that portion, um... And from here down, it just talks about Adam was 130 years old when he fathered his son. And then um, his son, which was Seth, was 105 years old when he fathered his son. And so it just goes on and on and on, which is still very important. But we're going to move on to six. Six is titled Sons of God and Daughters of Mankind. When mankind began to multiply on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful, and they took any that they chose as wives for themselves. And the Lord said, My spirit will not remain with mankind forever, because they are corrupt. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. I have just ran across a word that I'm not sure of the pronunciation, so we're going to figure it out so I don't butcher it. Nephilim. Nephilim. Okay, yep, I was wrong. Nephilim. The Nephilim were on the earth both in the days and afterwards. When the sons of God came to the daughters of mankind who, were, who bore children to them, they were the powerful men of old, the famous men. 
When the Lord saw that human wickedness was widespread on the earth and that every insulation of human mind was nothing but evil all the time, the Lord regretted that he had made man on earth, and he was deeply grieved. Then the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I created off the face of the earth together with the animals, creatures that crawl, and the birds of the sky, for I regret that I have made them. Noah, however, found favor with the Lord. Okay, so let's have a chat as to why God would want to send the flood in the first place. So, sons of God um, refers to angelic creatures, and that's used three other times in the Old Testament. So that's in Job 1, 6, 2, 1, and then again in 38, 7. So a main interpretation of this is that when we're referring to the sons of God, we're referring to fallen angels that were procreating with the women and making an abomination of his creation, which is why he would want to send the flood. All right, so check this. Satan tried to pollute the genetic pool of mankind with corruption to put like a genetic virus to make human race unfit to bring forth the seed of a woman, the Messiah, that was promised in Genesis 3.15. So clearly the Savior couldn't be born from a demon-possessed mother. All right, we're picking back up with Noah. These are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his contemporaries. Noah walked with God, and Noah fathered three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with wickedness. God saw how corrupt the earth was, for every creature corrupted its way on the earth. Then God said to Noah, I've decided to put an end to every creation, for the earth is filled with wickedness because of them. Therefore, I'm going to destroy them along with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark covered, and cover it with pitch inside and out. This is how you will make it. The ark will be 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. You are to make a roof finishing the sides of the ark within 18 inches of the roof. You are to put a door in the side of the ark, make it with lower, middle, and upper decks. Understand that I am bringing a flood, flood waters on the earth to destroy every creature under heaven with the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark with your sons, your wife, your sons' wives. You are also to bring onto the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of everything, from the birds according to their kind, from the livestock according to their kinds, and from the animals that crawl on the ground according to their kinds. They will come to you so that you can keep them alive. Take with you every kind of food that is eaten. Gather it as food for you and for them. And Noah did this. He did everything that God had commanded him. Whew. So I know that we have all probably seen the movie uh, that's about this. I think it's called Evan Almighty. Um, but can you imagine in today's time, God being like, oh, I want you to make this massive thing. Like, I, oh my gosh, like the faith of Noah and his family. And you know what? For his wife and his kids too. And his son's wives, because I'm sure they were like side-eyeing the heck out of him. Like, oh, are you sure? But dang, like the faith that they had to just do it. So, a lot of people wonder, like, why is God so harsh to judge? And, like, um, was this kind of cruel of him to do? And 
the truth of the matter is, is since the beginning, like we're only in Genesis 6 right now, guys. Since literally the very beginning, humans have ruined everything. Like, we are the reason. We are the corruption. We are the cruelty. And God started off with the world being perfect. Um, and then we're the ones that screwed that up. We're the ones that invited sin into the world and acknowledged it. And so this is just like a consequence of those actions. Also, I might add that even though God had told Noah his intentions um, and like the world was so corrupt and the judgment and everything, God still showed grace because instead of, instead of wiping out the entire race, um, God preserved like a remnant and he was going to save Noah and his family and then, you know, two of every kind of creature. And I just love the simplicity of the Bible saying, and so he did like, <laughs> just like, so he did like that covered on a lot of material, a lot of years, a lot of time. And like Noah did not shrink from what God had told him to do. I aspire to be, and so he did, type of Christian. <laughs> because that was like a massive thing to ask of a human. Um, but Noah did it. And then that makes me look at the tasks that God has asked me to do. Nothing in comparison to what he has asked Noah to do. And I've fallen short of a lot of the opportunities that God has been like, hey, here you go. Like, this is what I want you to do. And I've just been like, nah, it's a little, it's a little much, Lord. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little much. Let's, let's dial it down a little. Um, and so like this convicts me <laughs> in the best way. All right. Well, that is all that we have time for today. Our, our 10 minutes goes by so fast, like this is so fun. I'm having a blast. I hope that y'all are having a blast. And I hope that you have enjoyed covering Genesis 5 and 6. And I hope that y'all all have a fantastic rest of your week. Um, let me know what you thought about today's episode. And if you've kind of gotten anything from it that maybe you want to share. And with all that being said, I will talk to y'all next week. Bye!